This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. You can come with us if you don't have friends or family or people that you trust. We will be your confidants, your sisters and your brothers. <laughs> so, so next door, right, we've got a, uh, a sight impaired guy just feeling his way across the back of the house, but he's going the wrong way from the back door. So Kelly's yelling at him. And then here's the dog's bolt to the other side of the yard behind the shed and hears him going, rrr, rrr, which they only do if they're chasing something. Uh, she turns the corner and the possum that has been tormenting these two dogs for years, like gets up on her shed, stares at him like, you never get this. You never get this. Uh, but today they got this. <laughs> so Kelly's telling the story and she doesn't know whether to laugh or cry because she's horribly overstimulated by everything that happened. It's 530 in the morning. We didn't get any sleep because it's 80 degrees in the house and the dogs are playing tug of war with the possum. And Kelly's like, Elsie, drop it. Elsie lets go. Finley bolts to the other end of the yard with the damn possum in her mouth and she's ragdolling this possum like just whipping it left and right and left and right and finally just whips it away from her and it goes like a limp lifeless behind the garden in the backyard and Kelly's like well Sam's gonna clean that up when he when he wakes up <laughs> and she's telling me the story I'm like man okay so like I, I've picked up birds right and I pick them up by the leg and put them in the Ziploc bag or the the, the grocery bag and they've gotten rabbits and pick them up by the, the feet and drop them in the bag and, and squirrels pick them up by the tail. What am I going to do with a possum? I'm going to need like a shoe box to fit that thing. That Tail? This is, do possums have tails? Yeah. Oh, they do. They got like yeah, little rat little tails. Yeah, I've never seen the back sleep. end of this thing. I've only ever seen its face looking at my dog saying, again, you'll never get this. You'll never get this. <laughs> I like that possums are Eastern European in your head. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, I'm not even joking, man. This guy, he crawls the, I, could be a girl. I, it's 2022. Who am I to judge this possum? <laughs> uh, crawls the tree across the tree from our neighbor's yard, gets on top of the shed and just looks down at these dogs. And this is at like 11 o'clock at night when it, they're trying to go out and go to bed. They're losing their damn mind. Or it walks the fence line or it just sits on the other side of the fence line and stares at them. So Finley's getting two years of aggression out on this possum and she whips this bitch across the yard and it just goes limp and lifeless. And Kelly wrote it off. Finley ran inside. Kelly's like, well, that, that fucker's dead. Sam's going to clean that up. So she comes in. She's crying, laughing like I some weird mix of, of, of like what the fuck just went on in my like, like bloodlust, but also <laughs> fuck that possum. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what an incredibly random and intense like twenty minutes of your like the that's, first twenty minutes of being awake. Yeah, especially like, <laughs> first thing in the morning. That's a that's a fucked up when way the, to wake up. The storm had rolled through, right? So like we've got like branches and all sorts of shit in our backyard. Uh, and she's telling me the story like, well, go clean up the possum. Well, we go upstairs. We look out the window. The possum's gone. <laughs> so the, there's either a dead, dying or really, I would assume, aggressive and unhappy possum now, now <laughs> patrolling the neighborhood. And these dogs are just walking around like nothing happened. <laughs> I'm just happy for the dogs. Dog, yeah. these dogs very rarely get to actually win one. So uh, oh, well, they're in a con I think they're what I think it's three to two Finley. Possums versus Finley or uh, Finley versus Elsa. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. They had a couple uh, draws, you know, yeah. if we wanted to put three columns. But I yeah. just write off the ones that they tag team like Fair. the mole last year. Finley hucked it across the yard. And Elsie's the one that smacked it and broke its neck. <laughs> 
wow, your dogs are vicious, apparently. Kill thief. <laughs> but one right, right. Dude, that was mine. God. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, well, Elsie, Elsie's the hound, man. She'll she'll get anything. Uh, and Finley's part beagle and part lab. So she'll eat anything. And then the beagle in here will dig up and find anything. Yeah. So, yeah, beagles are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> lucky they're cute. They are. They're lucky they're cute. Well, I'm, I'm glad she's beagle sized. Yeah. But looks like a lab because yeah. she's hella cute as a lab. But if she was a hundred pound, I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. She's got that full body wiggle, though. Like when she's happy to see you, it's not. Oh, just, my It's not God. just the tail. Yeah. It's like the entire back quarter, or half oh, of her body. She. Is. I took him to my parents' house today because the AC was out. Did you get the shitty microphone or headphone cord, Rick? I might have. Yeah, I'm not getting myself at all, but y'all are coming in fine. Hey. Um, well, that's crazy. That you're just not what happens if you? you turn your head? I know. Well, hang on. I'll give Mike you check. A, Mike check. I'll give you more of you. We can always hello, take more Rick. hello. The problem that's is a little if bit I give, better. Yeah, if I give you more of you, then we pick up more of me everywhere, which is not what we want. Speak for yourself. Uh, you just—you're the one who casually just strolled up in your forward Madison Pride kit. Yeah, this is a beautiful kit. Uh, I also like that we've just started going into a conversation, and uh, we are—we're—we're we're just going in hot today. <laughs> going in hot. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, hey, everybody! This is Show of Big Noise. <laughs> You've heard Sam's uh, interesting dog story and heard about what I'm wearing. Uh, my name is Zach. I'm Rick. And uh, hey, I'm Sam. And uh, we are Show Up Make Noise. We are a podcast that occasionally, once every two months, gets together and talks about soccer. <laughs> uh, it was not the original plan to go two months without recording, but unfortunately, just a series of unfortunate events. Uh, no lemony snicket, but a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, man, apparently having a kid, real, real complicated to the schedule. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone would have guessed that. Uh, <laughs> But um, there, there have been a lot of games that we have missed. I printed them all out. We're not going to talk about any of them, I don't think, because it's not super interesting. Uh, but I just wanted to illustrate the that we have played nine games uh, since we last talked. So I think the last time we talked, we had played three games. And then we played nine in between two episodes. So we've got a bit to talk about. But... Um, Anything interesting on the schedule that you guys want to hit, or you want to just jump into the meat and potatoes of uh, what we got to talk about today? Well, to add context to the actual recording date, uh, SKC2 and City2 did just kick off. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I totally forget. Well, I keep forgetting that it's on. Can we watch that on any of our phones, or is it going to be the world's worst stream? Uh, uh, actually, uh... I mean, it'll be the worst stream no matter what if they still have that ghost camera. Fun, right. Funnily enough, we're, we're, I don't know if this is like when somebody says fun fact and it's more just like a general statement. Yeah. Uh, I can put it on the TV right here. Right on. We're definitely not taking a break right now because we don't cut. <laughs> That's what I told him. The cheese goes in the other pantry. <laughs> Pantries. Um... Cool. So do we want to go down the list or do we just want to pick stuff? I really don't care how we attack this list. It's literally, I went through and searched the team's Twitter and uh, just random things to try and find everything that's happened. That sounds awfully close to research, Zach. Yeah, it was real close to research. 
Well, we can start with the games. Game? I don't know. You guys were at the last game together? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, we can talk about... Uh, what was that? The Rapids? Was that the... Houston. Oh, Houston, yeah. Rapids and Rap- Chicago were away. Were away games, yeah. Right on. Cool. Um, all right. We're back. Um, the... STL game is now on the TV. Definitely. Doling had a really good chance in the first 10, and Keeper made a really impressive save. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. Oh, that oh, was another really good chance. That was another this really is, good chance. How this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to work. Zach's already I, how did Armstrong find himself wide open in the middle of nowhere? Armstrong finds himself wide open in the middle of nowhere all the time. Is it because he's shorter? They just don't see him? No, I just think he's good. I think he's good at finding space, and he comes up from that back line, and it just, I, it's there. What? They just, okay. Yeah. That guy wasn't even trying to keep it close. Look, yeah. if you want to know why we can't win a game at Veta, that's what we look like. Our players have no clue where the other team is and I'm stuck trying to defend a three on one I'm like this is like if Mike Tyson fought an infant (laughs) (laughs) so let's uh, Sam suggested we talk about the last game which is actually the last game we've been at and then at some point in this list we've got um, some feedback on other games which I guess we could do now or we could do later Um, but the last game that Rick and I were at was uh, June 4th 4th. yeah Uh, City 2 versus Houston Dynamo Um, we scored two goals we did score two goals and we did the new score two goals chant which uh, I both didn't know and didn't play on but almost everyone else in the section was able to just pick that up and run with it uh so it was kind of impressive but um i was kind of happy about uh that one just sort of getting and going yeah yeah well i mean all the best chance just pick up whenever uh so um, but yeah, I thought that that one worked well. I think we sounded good at, at that game. That was a, a fun game. There were not a lot of fans at that game. Um, Maybe that's why we played so well. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe the fewer people we have, the better we sound. Um, like we, we know we have to carry our own weight as a drum corps. Yeah. So, uh, so we step it up and we just do what we need to do and we have a good old fucking time about it. Yeah, and it was a bunch of good jam, I think, that came out of that game. There was some some good solid jam sessions that uh, just randomly popped up that I feel like we've kind of struggled with some of those in the early games. So it was nice that that clicked in and we, we found some rhythm there. Um, but yeah, uh, game was fun. We won. We scored two goals. Uh, as usual, I don't think I saw any of them. Um Oh, no, that's not true. I saw whoever, uh, number 11. I'm, again, real bad with names. I know it's not Vitor Diaz. That's because uh, he's 10. Uh, but whoever number 11 is scored a, a really fantastic goal in that game. Um, but I'm terrible with players. Even names. if you were watching the game, the font choice is so bad you couldn't yeah, read it. absolutely true. Um, oh, what is up with that field? That is terrible. Well. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, it's it, was a, it was a hell of a pass, though. Yeah, what a through ball. Yeah, really, really yeah. nice pass. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, the last the last game we went to was fun. Again, we didn't have a lot of drummers. We didn't have uh, a lot of fans. But I think what we did have, we we played well together on. 
Um, I did enjoy being able to go back to watch the uh, highlight reel of that game because they still don't have full stream games or anything like that up for replay. Get on that league. Uh, <laughs> but knowing that they like really consciously had to turn down the drum corps and the supporter section in like the game and stadium ambience yeah. feed for the audio. I mean, I feel like that's always our goal, right? Is to make them turn us down. That's any drummer's goal is to make somebody try and turn you down or uh, put something in front of you to make you not so loud. It's probably not, should be, it shouldn't be every drummer's goal, but I feel like in, in some way it kind of is. Um, but in since June 16th, which was the last game we saw live and recorded then, uh, we went to Louisville and uh, my own personal hell and uh, watched us yet again lose to Louisville um, and then played another, God, five games in April and May, uh, which we split. You know, we lost a couple. We won a couple. Uh, but then in June uh, for Pride Razor, we have played three games. We've theoretically won all of them, I believe. Uh, though one of them was technically a draw penalty shoot win. Which yeah, two-point win. Is, ugh, leave it for hockey. Um but anyway, so we, we won that. We are on a scoring streak. We've scored nine goals. So at 323.89 a goal, uh, that is 29.15 raise for our Pride Razor. Um, and if you're not familiar with Pride Razor, um, it is a, a fantastic campaign uh, to raise money for LGBT-focused charities for Pride Month. Um, and we donate per goal. You can also just donate a lump sum. If you just want to give $20, you don't have to give $3 a goal or whatever. You can just give a lump sum. Um, but anyway, if you've not jumped on that, uh, stlouigans.prideraiser.org, maybe? Um, I don't know the exact thing on that, but it's something pretty similar uh, to that. Uh, but if you go to the St. Louigans, any of their <laughs> socials, you could find that. Are we laughing at Jake throw there? Yeah. No, it looked like he was trying to shot put that ball. <laughs> I, a weird series of events, and I... They should have scored. I think it was Yarrow just skies the ball in the box just to get it away from the striker who had a very clear header opportunity. Uh, and it went, I don't know, five feet closer to the net. And it looked like the keeper got there, but he got there diving towards the goal line and just ended up with his ass in the air and the ball at a dead stop. And it, I mean, it looked over the line. But also, I, I, what an odd series of events. I don't know how else to describe it. All right. <laughs> Again, this is going to be a terrible podcast because we're watching the game. All right. Um, so, anything else we want to cover on those games? I think we'll talk a little bit more in depth, chant, and uh, what's worked, what hasn't a little bit later. Uh, let's get through some of the, the nonsense between there. Mm -hmm. um, so anything else we want to talk about game-wise? Any games that really stuck out besides the fact that we beat the ever-living hell out of Chicago Fire? Um, which No, I, uh, <clears throat> I think uh, this is silly and, and the other uh, more serious yeah. podcasts uh, did a pretty good breakdown of the, the games over the last month. Yeah, somebody, uh, who was it? We got a, a question on Twitter. Uh, how many of the St. Louis City 2 guys do we really see moving up to the big club? Um, and I told him that I can't remember anyone's name, which I've already proved on this episode. I can't remember anybody's name. Um, 
but yeah, that's I, well, I and, can't tell you. Yeah, and I, the the latest this is silly too. They really broke it. They were asked the same question, and yeah. they they really did a good breakdown uh, of who's on contract, who's rumored to be on contract, and, yeah. and who's made a really good showing. I mean, honestly, the the people that have really impressed me have been a lot of the people that already are, are on mm-hmm. contract. I would say Vitor Diaz is the only one that I don't know of if is on contract. I think he's played really well, though I'm concerned about his size as a MLS player. Uh, I think he's going to have to figure out how to. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of crash bang boom. Going yeah, on in uh, in MLS. Yeah, and he's not going to get the time that he's getting even in this league. And I think, uh, not saying he's not capable. I think he's a heck of a player, but, uh, a couple people clattering into you might slow you down a couple steps. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's about as far as we're going to go into that question. I think, um, I think Berkey's going to make it. I think Joachim Nielsen's probably going to make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another part of that's Pedro. just like a lot of the solid lock names aren't even on the team yet. Yeah. Pedro. Yeah. Pedro. Yeah. I was, I was getting there. Uh, but yeah, so we, we just, obviously the guys they, they signed to that are going to be the guys are going to bring up. Um, I think a lot of these guys might be fringe guys, people that if somebody gets hurt, um, we might yeah. see them come up uh, on the bench. Cup runs. Yeah. Games, things like that. Yeah. yeah. I, and I do think that St. Louis uh, will respect the cup in a way that I think a lot of MLS teams maybe don't. Um, I hope they will uh, based off of the feedback we've given them. But, um, yeah, so I, I hope that's happening. Um, speaking of Joachim Nielsen, uh, he signed. I, I put Nielsen on here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even, I, I was going to gloss over it, man. I was going to take the night off. Even even when I'm looking at things on the Internet, I still don't get them right. That's yeah, you impressive. actually misspelled his first and last name. Did I really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Because yeah, I switched the M and the N. So when we put it on uh, player name roulette on the, on the, on the dartboard, we'll <laughs> make sure it, it's, it's spelled right. Oh, no. I think we should put it up like this. <laughs> the full name? Yeah. Joking uh, Milson? Well, we'll split it up because I feel like the whole idea was we just put first names and, and last, last names, names separately. Yeah, they're, because on, different, I, yeah, they're on different dartboards. Yeah, because yeah, I'll yeah. definitely choose different names for different people. We just, so. have, to get, we just have to get one of them right yeah. so we know who we're talking about. Uh, yeah, he signed. Uh, he's... I think he's older compared to a lot of the guys that are already on the roster in the team. But for a, a guy in his position, he's in his prime. Yeah. Uh, it's a good move. He put in a lot of good work over in the Bundesliga. Uh, that's another one I I don't really want to unpack on this, Paul. But there's no. a shameless plug. There's 17 other city SC podcasts yeah, that talk sure. about this shit. Yeah, if you guys want news, we are not it. We're just trying to gloss a lot of the things that happened uh, in case there was a big reaction from somebody. Yeah, like um, I have no idea who this Megan McCorkmick is. So, <laughs> oh my god. How did you do it three times? <laughs> Because I do things fast. Um, but the the reason I actually put it on there was um, I do like that it was um, one that they made a big deal about it because it's showing that they're dedicated to their youth. And mm-hmm. two, I thought it was really cool that, again, we're hiring regardless of or not regardless of sex mm-hmm. um, when it comes to these positions we're hiring the best people for the job yep. whether it's a male whether it's a female whatever doesn't matter that she's a 14 under 14 boys coach she's going to do an incredible job because that's what they hired her to do and I think that's really cool so I give City a lot of shit for a lot of things that I think they rightfully deserve shit on um, 
but they do some stuff really good and i'm i'm very pleased with the you know them walking the walk on those types of things cool front office bullshit uh budweiser is a sponsor cool um they laid the turf in the field It's the general slow jerking reaction that no one really gives. <laughs> I mean, duh. So, so people got very excited but, about turf laying. People got very excited. Oh my god! No, for real, man. Like that was like, like and I'm like, dude, I you're, I tend to my front yard and backyard at least weekly. Grass is not that exciting. Uh, Johnny Garcia would uh, love to d- disagree yeah, with no you. Johnny great. Garcia is apparently big into grass. Well, I, have you seen? It? He's got the backyard of a god. I have not. Yeah. I mean, well. I, I understand that you know the whole the man's thing is aesthetics. You know, mm-hmm. he he runs a real estate company. It has to be so. Um, but yeah, that's. I think it's exciting. I I love the just the comedy pointed out that all of our. Uh, Sod came from uh, the Carolinas. Yes, where they that, don't even. Have that it. was not lost on me. I quite enjoyed that. I just, I guess, I care that they hired a dude that cares as much about grass as he does. I don't care about grass, but I'm glad that the guy controlling the field cares as much about grass as he does, and apparently is incredibly good at it because he's got a bunch of awards he's got doing tons it. of accolades. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So you know. Again, kudos for hiring the right person. I know shit about him. One person I do know something about, which I also want to throw out props for, is on the app, they did a uh, whole thing on Lin- Lindsay Eversmeyer, or as a lot of Luligans know her, Coach Z. Um, and that was just, honestly, I didn't even know a lot of her history. So the fact that uh, she played indoor soccer, like men's oh. indoor soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that she was a hell of a player. I knew she played professionally. I didn't know that she played professionally in a men's league. Yeah, she hung. Yeah, oh, she hung yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I don't think I could have more respect for her than I already do. But I somehow do, um, because, again, I I thought she was incredible without knowing that. So yeah. also uh, just a really fun person to yeah, talk to. Just like, legitimately one yeah. of the best. So um, I've gotten to work with her a couple times and she's amazing. So um, shout out to Coach Z, shout out to Fire and Ice, uh, which I think she's stepping down from Fire and Ice at the end of this year. Uh, I think she's stopping doing the day-to-day stuff with them. She might still be in some leadership capacity, but I think she's stepping down. Hmm. If I'm speaking on a turn, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. Um, let's skip the next thing yeah. on the list. Let's come back around to that. Um, General Reserve tickets happened. People are getting tours. Um, it's anything... Have you seen anything that's been interesting to you on the thousands of Facebook groups, both complaining about timestamps and or seeing photos of the uh, inside of the stadium? No, but uh, if y'all thought people got excited about grass, man, people got excited about chairs. Oh, when they put the first uh, the first seats in? Yeah. 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 People get very excited about a lot of things. There's there's a couple people who have posted in uh what their sight lines are from their seats and they look incredible and the fact that you can sit down and do it i'd be lying if i said i wasn't kind of interested in the seat somewhere also yeah i mean i think at some point that's probably in all of our futures uh but i i don't know man i have a hard time if i wasn't directly above the supporter section i think i would still feel out of place like i i just 
I can't not be in the center of the noise. Like that's just where I want to be all the time. That's why I like EDM. Like it's, it's, it's I'm in the center of the noise, literally. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Again, I'm sorry. I have terrible taste in music. So if you want to judge me for it, that's fine. I judge me for it too. Um, but yeah, there looks like it's one of those things. Like when I saw the the Cardinals uh, Bush Stadium, the newest one, open for the first time, and you go in and you walk around the stadium and you go, "Oh shit!" There's literally not a bad spot to watch a game. Like there are some spots that are in the sun that are going to be hot, but other than that, there's not a bad seat in that stadium. And I literally, especially with as how intricately they designed the stadium the the level of detail that CPAC likes to point out on a daily basis in that uh, stadium I think that's they really took some time to do it so I say his name two more times he's gonna pop out (laughs) we've we've got him in here there there is one note for him so uh, you spelled his name right too (laughs) it's lowercase I think uh, which is correct um they did the and then the latest thing that the front office has done is the tap the app ticket integration which, sniper <laughs> <laughs> which that was my note because uh Seabeck both tagged rick and didn't tag rick mm-hmm. which makes me think Seabeck's afraid of rick yeah he he tagged us but mentioned you specifically yeah he did but he? he he said at space rick <laughs> Like, specifically didn't tag you, which to me means he was a freak because he knows that if you come out of the woodwork, (laughs) you're going to take him down. (laughs) So he won't even tag you anymore because he doesn't want to get abused on the internet. (laughs) And I think that's beautiful. (laughs) If nothing else, if we've accomplished nothing else, we've put a fear of Rick into (laughs) Seabank. But it's also huge news. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, you know, I, the app is great. Uh, there is there is great content. There are things that people want to see that aren't there yet. There are things that people are pointing at Rick completely indifferent about. <laughs> totally fine. Uh, but the direction they're taking the app is to make it your all-in-one stop for everything city. Game day, it's all there. Off days, it's all there. Uh, just not having to deal with the SeatGeek app and screenshots and Google Wallet and whatever shit's going on. Uh, it just streamlines everything. Well, the club was uh, kind of getting, I'm sure, their own saltiness with SeatGeek regarding ticketing. Yeah, because that first game at Corte, yeah. like those tickets, I think were prepared and finally released about 20 minutes before kickoff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they're still going to have to deal with that because that that is still SeatGeek. Like we were not getting rid of them, but yeah, but from a user experience perspective, hundred yeah, percent. I will just give me one thing to to have to give a shit about. Yeah. And if it's in the app. Yeah. And I, I went in and honestly, I updated my app today because it came out and I don't update apps often. So I went and updated the app, went and did the whole process because I don't have tickets for the next game. So I went on, uh, clicked on the thing, went and found the tickets really easily. It's intuitive where they put the tickets uh where you're locating the mat it just made a lot of sense like the whole whole process made sense uh and that's really really hard to do <laughs> from a ux perspective so good job jeremy you did it um but yeah i i thought it was it was really good i don't think anybody else in the league is doing that or if they are i don't know about it uh but i don't know about a lot of things but i thought it was uh it was really well done so good job um world cup cities were announced that happened in between what a save 
win other things. Oh, reverse penalty. Make him take the, the, the shot from <laughs> off from like 120 yards out. Reverse penalty. No, that uh, was a frustration. <laughs> yeah, because he wanted to go. It's goalkeeper from uh, SKC's making some stuff happen. It's his uh, professional debut, I think they said. Is it really? No, Good I, for him. That's uh, the second one that Doling probably should have had. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Doling's angry at himself because he put a little bit more power on that. That's in. Oh, the World Cup cities. Yeah. Um, uh, really? Anybody surprised? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yet. What are they? Oh wow! I oh, can't do all of Jesus them. <laughs> there are there are there are three Canadian uh, cities. There so are three th- Mexican whoa, cities. Whoa 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 whoa! There are two Canadian cities. Are there? I thought there were three. Toronto and Vancouver. Okay. And uh, then there's three cities in Mexico. Mexico City, Guadalajara, and, and I don't know the third. Juarez, maybe. No, no that, that's probably not I even have no idea. idea. No, I, I don't know I, my Mexican geography. Uh, my apologies. So, so. Two in Toronto, three in Mexico. And then we've got New York, New Jersey, uh, Philly. Philly, the Bay Area, California, which yeah. is which is just a they've like, got a ton of stadiums down there. But yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, Atlanta got one. I think uh, that's just uh, speak for SoFi Stadium. Yeah. So, but KC got one. So KC we got, got one, one within four hours. And yeah, honestly, Atlanta football stadiums. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it was going to be. Oh, it, I know. It, that's, I'm not. I I'm disappointed, but I'm not the least bit surprised. Like I was hoping maybe like a group stage would be played here somewhere where they're not gonna play like you're not gonna no, get man. you're not gonna draw 65,000 yes they are 100% they are they're every single every footballer soccer hating American will go to the World Cup just to say they've been to it there will be a guy who will wear his NFL jersey and sit there the entire time and go this is a pussy sport I don't like it but he will go because it's the only time in his lifetime he's gonna ever get to go I yeah. Okay. I, I just like. I think they chose big stadiums because they're going to sell seventy thousand seats. Oh yeah. No, no matter I mean, what. Look, mm-hmm. uh, the Coliseum, uh, Coliseum didn't get one. No. The honestly, Oakland Coliseum no, hosting a World Cup. Oakland, game. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I was honestly surprised the Big House didn't get one. Yeah. Because Michigan uh-huh. has it's like a hundred and ten thousand people or something. Like yeah. the, the, that stadium is insane. So the fact that they chose, I think specifically NFL stadia. Probably because of amenities and you know those types of things, you can't give somebody a college uh, or I guess changing like, room, like yeah, or beer do, license. Do you want to bring that onto a college campus? Yeah, no, you're right. But I mean, yeah, it was just that was really the only thing surprising to me is that they chose. It was specifically NFL stadium. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that Denver didn't make the cut. Yeah, Cincinnati. Uh, Cleveland, the whole area didn't make the cut. Yeah, there's n- almost nothing in the center of the country. It's yeah. it's KC. It's, that's it. Uh, and then you get Dallas, but that's still not center of it's the country. Dallas really. and is it Houston? Or it can't be Austin. There there's was, nothing there were, big enough. No, there were two sites in Texas. Okay, I don't I don't know where. But I mean, I think Houston would be the only other. I don't know. I I, I had a hard time getting past Bay Area, which is just yeah. a shitty way of saying everyone who's got money to bribe an yeah. organization to play in their stadium so well, they can make more money. What is SoFi? What's the new LAFC? What's what's their capacity? Is it like 40, 50? Oh, I don't know. SoFi is where the Rams play. Oh, is it? Yeah, Rams know. Chargers. It's a brand, oh, brand well, new. Is that where they're playing? I, 
I have to. I would be hard pressed to even consider not playing. Yeah, it. like there's it's no. A, it's a couple billion dollar stadium. Exactly. It seems and like. again, when you have money, you can pay people to make sure or bribe yeah. people to play in your stadium. Wait, so you Cronky would pay somebody to make something happen. That doesn't seem on character. I for wish him at all. that I had so much money that I could genuinely not give a shit about anything. Like when he tried to buy a sports team in a league, he already owned a sports team, and he's got so much money he doesn't even give a shit. Like that's the level of rich that we'll all die laughing about yeah i mean you know what are you gonna do <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you gonna do um but exciting for us like we were talking about it at work today i don't care what mm-hmm. the tickets cost i'm going to a world cup game better if it's a u.s game but they're a know. ton of fun uh malia and i and a bunch of the st louis crew went to winnipeg yeah uh when the women's world cup was in canada yeah and uh they did a double header it was u.s U.S., Australia, and then Germany, somebody else, maybe. I don't know. It was a doubleheader. So that, uh, some quality soccer. I don't think that'll ever happen here, though, because they've got so many stadiums. They're never going to need to do two in one day, much less, you know, like they could have a different stadium. Well, everywhere. Remember, they so. also don't respect the Women's World Cup anywhere in the world. Also so true. They just cram them into a corner and let them play on turf. Also true, which is aggravating. Um, anything else on World Cup? Feel good on that one? Beautiful. Um, something somewhat near and dear to my heart. Uh, the Lions are technically going away. They're not really going away. They're merging with St. Louis, St. Charles FC. Um, and then they're becoming St. Charles FC, both on the men's and the women's side. Uh, but they're coming in at USLW. But I don't know if there are there two different leagues of USLW? No. Is it just one? Yeah. Okay. So then they're coming in. USLW is is the women's USL league. Okay. I just didn't know if there were two tiers in that because technically what the Lions is was the kind of development summer academy for in that league, whatever division three is, which is now uh, USL league one. I mean, they fielded a a full women's team for several years now, so it makes sense to move into it. Yeah, I I was just like, I didn't know how the women's USL broke down because I thought they were at one point trying to have multiple tiers in Uh, that as well. Oh, uh, that's a good question. So I I could be wrong on if if that has ever happened. But um, anyway, so um, ST or St. Charles... FC is going to be USL League One, and then women's will be USLW. I'm excited for a USLW team. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Any any women's soccer um, in this area, 100% for. Uh, that's why we support Fire and Ice. Um, and yeah, absolutely here for that. Um, and then in totally unrelated soccer news, um, either of you played Mario Strikers yet? No. Sam, you had a baby. You got lots of free time. I'm getting it on Sunday for Father's Day. Oh, look for you. Well, yeah. Sam and I can play uh, a game together then. Um, but, but to yeah. answer the question, Yoshi? So I haven't played enough to honestly, weirdly enough, the one when I was looking at character breakdowns, the one that I liked the most was Toad. Um, he's he's quick and he's somewhat uh, efficient. Um, but no, yeah. it's a blind pick. I always go in Yoshi first and then figure right, yeah. it out and yeah. usually settle for Yoshi. It's why I can never beat my brother-in-law in Mario Kart. Oh, that's that's fair. That is fair. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I would also assume Ryan cheats, but 
I could be wrong. I like uh, the idea of DK in the midfield. Yeah. So the, the yeah, a good, good physical defensive midfielder. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is like um, Bowser DK are real good at knocking the crap out of people. Like if you need to, but they're also it slow as dirt. Check, so checks out. yeah. So they are, they're very much the uh, central enforcers, but man, it's a, it's a crazy, there are so many for being a Mario game. There are so many individual skills that happen at such a quick rate that I think my brain is too old to play it. Like I don't, I need little kid reflexes Mm -hmm. because being, maybe if you're playing with four people, maybe it's not as big of a deal. Maybe you can concentrate on what you're doing, but when you're playing as a whole team, you've got to be powering up this thing while doing another thing. And it's very, very complicated for my old brain. That does not sound like the casual Mario game. I'm hoping it is not. a, And there's almost like there are, there are cups that you can play in similar to like a, a Mario Kart kind of thing where you do the the races. Um, and I haven't played a lot of those. I did play one online game and got smoked. But uh, yeah, so um, so far it's not been a great experience for me, but it's a fun game. There is not a single soccer video game that I have not been used to clean the floor of some child's room. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm absolutely... FIFA, PES, yeah. eh, you name it. I don't even... I, I'm so bad at FIFA that I refuse to play online. Like, I yeah. and, and I think I've talked about the way I play FIFA. I play one person. Like, I'm not even good enough to pass as a team. I play one guy. <laughs> That's how I play FIFA. Because my brain is dumb. Um, cool. So, um, we'll come back on more Mario Strikers. Uh, come back. That's honestly the one thing we might have a scoop on i feel feel like of all the things this is an appropriate time to revisit mario strikers on the screen at centine yes 100 percent. this is a good time to reopen that dialogue paging st louis city honestly the only thing that i'm angry about is that one caleb got that game like three days before anybody else and didn't say anything and then two and i'm like hey anybody got a club he's like yeah i'm with co-workers and that was the end of it and i'm like Oh, okay. That's how it's going to be. We're going to be friendly, friendly. And it comes to Mario Strikers, and all of a sudden, there he's got is, friends somewhere else. Is. And uh, look, Caleb, I thought you were cool. That's all I'm saying. That's why SGs have to be independent. That's right. That's right. We, we, can't, uh, we can't be friends like that, I guess. So, you know, you, look, you made your bed, Caleb. We can't uh, get stadium tours. <laughs> we can't get you in a club. No, if the funny thing is, if I gave a shit about stadium tours and I made the stupid like I made a stupid joke on Twitter today about rails and he sent me a personal message like I'm working on it, man. And I'm like, oh, I was fucking like, I don't care. at all. Yeah, I was just, just fucking around, man. Just saw a thing. Engagement. Could, it's yeah. all about engagement. Yeah, it's not a thing that I could get CPEC maybe to respond to. So I did it because CPEC has a bigger following than I'll ever have. Um Cool. So, uh, individual game day stuff, which, uh, again, we can kind of hit this in any way we want to hit it. Um, but the first thing on the list is one of my favorite things that has happened recently. And Sam may or may not know what we're talking about. Have you seen the flag runner, Sam? You're talking about the kids? Yeah. Yeah. They were the last game at SLU. Okay. That I was there for. Yeah. I think that was when Mario started it. I Mar- think that was, was when Mario started it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, Mario at some point got, it's the St. Louis city flag. It's not the city team flag it is a no, it's St. the Louis, stl flag yeah, yeah the stl man that fuck you <laughs> fuck you city for making it so anytime i say stl city i now cannot 
differentiate between the actual city of St. Louis and the soccer team. Um, but yeah, this is the city of St. Louis flag, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so um, he just started- really piss some people off and call it the county of St. Louis flag. <laughs> uh, that no. flag's pulling double duty. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't I don't want anybody that angry at me. Uh, but yeah, so Mario just started giving kids flags and telling them to run up and down the uh, alleyway, which is probably not safe, but um, is super enjoyable for literally everybody because the kids run, we cheer. Uh, yeah. It gets engagement. It, it's, I, I can't run that far. So those kids have me beat 10, yeah, 10 times. Yeah, 100%. And it, it brings me back to... Um, who was it that used to run with the Ryan flags? Grass. Yeah, Ryan and his uh, and his wife used to go do that. Uh, yeah, they ran the they ran the flag around uh, Worldwide or Toyota Stadium. Yeah, uh, Credit Union Field <laughs> Soccer Park. Yeah, yeah, they they would run the the whole length of the uh, or the whole diameter of the field when we scored a goal, which I always thought was fun. And I think that the kids running the flag is a, a, a fun nod to that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been really enjoyable. It's one of the the fun things that happen kind of spontaneously that uh, I hope doesn't stop. Though I don't know how that would work in our stadium anyway. So it's a long lap. We'll just make them run up and down the stairs. That's probably safe, right? Well, and we don't have field access to anything, right? So like, no. What is yeah. he gonna Who's gonna run around the concourse? Yeah, not know. on paper, but man, that barrier goes right up to the grass. Yeah. I mean, they could run in the very narrow pathway in between the stands or in between that thing where you come out underneath the tunnel there. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's probably not going to be something that lives on beyond this. But it's one of my favorite things, and it sounds like a really good uh, children's book, Kiki and the Flag Runners. Um, so um, we're kind of getting back into our actual game day stuff, and this is all kind of going to be loosey goosey because I feel like it it all kind of ties into one another. Um, which do we prefer so far, Corte or Herman? So, um, SAUE's field or S- uh, SLU's field? Personally, uh, Corte. Corte? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Not the SLU one. Is it because of the height? I know their, so their stands are, I know, are more elevated than Herman. No, it's the concrete underneath them. Uh, actually, those those steeper bleachers kind of make it harder to set the drums up, yeah. at least for my personal drums. I don't know how the rest of the core feels about it, but like every other element of going to a soccer game at that stadium is superior than every other element of attending a game for what I hope to get out of a, a game day experience at Herman Stadium. Yeah. Minus the commute, though, right? So here's the thing. it's I drive 25 or 20 minutes to get to SLU. And I drive 30, 35 minutes to get to SIUE, it doesn't bother me. And I'm a podcast listener anyway, so more time in the car never really hurts me because I'll just listen to more podcasts. So I honestly, I like Corte. I, I agree with Rick. There's concrete under the bleachers, which is always automatically going to make us resonate more, um, which bodes well for the stadium. Um, there's a ton of room to tailgate. We've got a huge lot to tailgate in. There's a big field next to, you know, around it. We went and played Frisbee in it last time. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. And we didn't even have a good Frisbee, but we, we made it work. Like there was one group kind of off by the side that was just like having a cookout out there. That doesn't happen at Herman Stadium. Yeah. No trailers, no open fire. Uh, the last game at 
uh, Herman, some folks were trying to set up like a karaoke booth or something, I think. And like, I'm glad they were having fun. Don't want them to stop doing that, despite the fact that being in a concrete parking garage sounded like absolute trash. Yeah. Uh, that's not your fault. Keep doing that thing. It's yeah. exactly what we need and exactly what we want. But yeah, man, it's just the wrong environment. Yeah, it is. I understand that we're we're in the parking garage and we have to be somewhere in that parking garage to tailgate. Um, and I understand why they chose the third floor. Um, it just tailgating in a parking garage sucks. So my personal opinion, um, but I, I enjoy I don't like being directly in the sun, but we also have the sun to our back at Corte. So we're not staring into the sunset the entire time. So you also that's an automatic win. Yeah. So yeah. Facing east the entire game. We've been drumming into the sun for the last seven, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So and actually before then, because when we were at the Lions, it was literally like looking into the face of the sun. So, um, yeah, it's honestly our entire fandom has been staring face on into the sun. So having our back to the sun and having concrete underneath us is a real, real win. Yeah. uh, Sam, to address your point about the commute, the distance really isn't that big. I think what trips a lot of people up coming from west to east is crossing a state line. It it feels like a much bigger boundary than it actually is. Yeah, I just but that's also I'm not from here. And I think that changes my view on a lot of things because I'm I'm from central Illinois. And if we wanted to go anywhere we drove an hour and a half. Like if I wanted to go to St. Louis, I drove an hour and a half South. If I wanted to go to Bloomington, I drove an hour and a half North. That's where concerts were. If I wanted to go see family, I drove to Chicago. So like driving four hours is a normal commute to me. So going 30 minutes for a soccer game doesn't bother me because I'm a weird ass Midwesterner and I don't mind driving. So, um, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm Corte all the way. I don't, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to drive to Edwardsville, but also there's some great food in Edwardsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get out there early, check out the Orient. As long as it's not a Sunday, they might not be open. They are on the far side of Edwardsville, away from the stadium, but check that place out. Fantastic Chinese food. And then uh, Doc's Barbecue. <laughs> I will, I will our, give corners, some, our corners oh, have been garbage all game. That was actually a decent, so is our defense. Decent honestly. corner. Just... Uh, couldn't get on the end of it yeah that's the i think the third one that's just sailed across the goal but this time we were lucky enough to make them touch it first yeah this is the dude that scored the uh the goal last game that was really good Celio? Celio. Pompeo? yeah 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 he's he's really good he's i know him on the field because the neck tattoo okay yeah i just he does some really good work in close corners that, was, so that was not his fault. That was so frustrating to watch. Is that the end? Yeah, it's the end of the half. Good. Uh, All right. You got uh, 15 minutes, everyone, of good, clean <laughs> podcast. Really tune in now. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of the meat and potatoes of what we actually try to talk about. Because, again, we are not a news podcast, so us talking about news is kind of shitty. Uh, because none of us have the time or energy to dedicate into actually having informed opinions. So um, we're just going to talk about the things that we do, which are... Uh, the good things. So um, let's kind of give a recap because, like I said, we've done, I think, a total of 12 games now um, as a drum corps. What have been the successes or difficulties so far with our season? Rick, I, I think you're most qualified to answer this. 
Uh, game to game consistency, uh, both as a drum corps and for the people in the section who aren't in the drum corps. Um, I'm not going to call out attendance because that's always going to be what it is. Like we've had a lot of weird Sunday night games that are just super inconvenient and things that fall adjacent to holidays. Uh, but like there, there are games where we come out and like the, the last game we had out in Edwardsville where we just nail it as a drum corps. But the crowd behind us, at least from where I was standing, did not seem like the loudest. And granted, I'm completely surrounded by all the other drums the entire game. So it's hard for me to, to kind of pick up on that balance. I think there were only like 30 people. Like, honestly, I think total combined fans, maybe 50 of us, which is beyond light. Like, at a, I don't think we were really... We, we had more... At a snow day at St. Louis FC. Yeah. yeah. So, and I get it. Like, it's a two-team. It's always on a weird time. It's either a Friday night, which is impossible in my eyes, even though we're recording this on a Friday night, because it was literally the only time all three of us had time to, to meet. But, um, yeah, Sunday or Friday nights are just terrible times. People aren't bringing kids out. Or you've had kids sports all day, and you're exhausted. So Can't really blame you. Um what I have noticed, and I, I really noticed it at the last game that we had on the SLU campus, was like there was it was a hot day. It was just not pleasant to be in the stadium that day. Uh, and like we had a bad call right in front of us as a section fairly early in the game. Uh, and we were, I think, already down a goal. And from there, like our attitude as a section was just kind of grumpy for the rest of the night like there, there was no emotional rebound from that like we the drummers were trying but we kind of stayed grumpy and like getting chance off the ground was not an easy task um so i think as far as difficulties go like remembering that it's not about how we feel in the supporter section all the time sometimes we i didn't know that guy was an skc fan <laughs> Sorry about that diversion. I guess we're not on a on a clean podcast right now. Um, but yeah, like just kind of bouncing back from a bad moment. Get your booze out for five, ten seconds, and then let's keep that attitude hyped up. Because if we're hot in the stands, it's going to be even hotter on the field where there's even less shade, and the players are going to respond to that. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that. Um, Weirdly, I think the difficult, most difficult part for me has been just moving drums. Uh, we have we have big drums and they are hard to move. Um, and that's not a, a knock at Sam. I'm sure he takes it as one, but it's not. Uh, I promise. It's just well, it, we wanted big loud drums. <laughs> yeah. What did you think was going to happen? No, they're just running a what is it a fucking precky promo reel in this fucking half hosted by Judah Friedlander. Oh my God, what the fuck? Sorry, I hate all of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, because um, nobody can see that. No one cares. <laughs> um, so uh, back to pluses and minuses. Yeah, uh, yeah. The drums just so theoretically in the stadium, we're going to have a place to hold drums. We might have to take them out to do maintenance or anything like that. But we are going to have a place to set these drums. We bought big drums because they're not going to have to move. Yeah, except the, that we have to move them now. 
non-committal for now hopefully non-committal is not the right word vague is probably the right word yeah. when it comes to discussing what our allowance will be as far as space inside the stadium look i'm just putting it out there that whatever doesn't fit in whatever space they give us isn't fucking showing up yeah. so because i'm not I refuse to continue to cart drums around and have to keep them in my house. Like, yeah, some of these bass oh, drums are literally like? three feet across, and yeah. one of them, I swear, is made out of solid marble. Sam, your kitchen and living room are bigger than my entire house, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but okay. Like, I'm just like, I'm so, just look outside this doorway right here where we're recording. There's four fucking drums sitting there. I, I understand. I'm just saying, your, your, your space and my space. I got drums cool. in the garage. I got drums in the front room. I got drums in the office. I got drums in the basement. Yeah, we've and we've got, I got drums in your houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've got stuff everywhere. But it's just, it's the the little things like honestly yeah, so, like so the, far this season it's been the little things the logistics should dictate that we shouldn't have to worry about getting shit to the stadium on a game day we should only focus about getting it set up and getting it ready yeah hopefully that that is the case uh, but like i said if it's not then i just probably will quit and not have to deal with yeah. it because i i just i can't unless uh, they let me back my minivan right up to our section no man like i don't I just don't I don't want to carry drums that often. Like I don't want anybody to have to store them here. So Yeah, I we'll, don't want to have to be driving a set of drums all the way into the city and fighting for a parking spot. Yeah. No, it's just they gotta stay there. <laughs> they gotta. Um it's just it's not it's not doable uh for my my life. So either we'll get a we'll figure out how to pay for a, a storage unit or uh We'll just not not have them. One of the two, uh, but yeah, I just I can't I can't keep moving them. Um, but anyway, I think that's been the the difficult side of it. I think we've done well getting new people up to speed. Um, if you don't know, I would say about half our drum core, half of the drums, and oh, all of the capos are new. None of those people were with us for St. Louis FC at all. Um, and they're doing a really good job uh, on the most part. You know, there are still some technique and, and communication things we're working on. But for the most part, doing a was heck it? of a job. Uh, not 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 Clayton from Austin. Austin? Austin. Other, was it other Austin? Tall Austin? Yeah. yeah Austin Adams. Yeah, just pulled an entire 90 all by himself for one game yeah and honestly yeah. he's been um i think just because he's been able to be there most often um him and clayton have really um kind of driven that but i think austin adams uh very specifically has has really taken up and i think it's pretty oh we one of our promos is running yeah i heard the scl chant yeah the one that we did in a bar once uh, and they will use until the end of time. Mm -hmm. uh, congratulations. You're welcome. Um, anyway, uh, but we've had some people step up and really get involved and do some things. That being said, we need more musicians. And I mean, you know, offense, if you played middle school band and uh, you were a drummer, then we've got enough of you now <laughs> um we need 
musicians now we need some people who can do a little bit higher level uh stuff we've got enough people that we've taught to to do what we need them to do we need some people now that can step up and just slot into places um and if that's you please join uh we'd love to have you there are some actual um musicians that would love to have more musicians playing and that's not a slight to anybody that we have it's just that i think that's where we are we're not to the point where we need everybody now we're to the point where we're going to start getting a little bit more selective on um who we put in certain positions because we're getting closer to game day and we're running out of practices. Yeah. Um, that and uh, we're, we're not buying any more drums anytime soon. Yeah. We don't have money. So right. even uh, if we did, I don't think we would be like, we've, we've got a lot of equipment already that exists right on the edge of, we, we have a waiting list of replacement parts needed. So there's no, yeah. we're not, I mean, we, lucked out that we fell ass backwards into that one place up in Michigan who sent me every extra yeah. piece for one of the 36s. Yeah. Like the supply chain is, is hitting instrument maintenance just as hard as it is. Oh my God. Everything else right now. And, and maybe may harder because there's a lot of people because they jack prices on things. Well, it took six months uh, for Sweetwater to get those legs. Yeah. That second set of yeah. uh, black legs. Yeah. Yeah, but those were wonderful. Having that, we were so confused because we didn't. I didn't realize that was a second set that we had gotten. I think you told me it just it, didn't register. Yeah, it was still taped closed. Yeah, man. Look, <laughs> I I was not. Uh, just in general, my life has been. I'm running from one thing to the next. So. I showed up at your house and grabbed a box full of yeah, stuff. No, I got you. But yeah, so we got there and we realized we had two sets and that was nice because we were able to put a more stable set of legs on a different drum. So that was really, really cool. Um, so looking forward to getting more of those legs. That's a success. Those black legs. What isn't a success? All the other legs we bought. <laughs> No, oh, I haven't the, been that far off except for the one bass drum that's somehow slightly too small for them. Yeah. Even is though it's the, the world. One? one of the, yeah, either the it's pink gotta or be the blue. It's got to be the blue one. Yeah. I don't know which I think it's it the blue one. I, if I, if I, I just push real hard and the blue. pink one slots right into the silver legs. Yeah. yeah. So then it's got to be blue. The silver legs slot right into the pink one. Whoa. Uh, 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 <laughs> Anyway, um, Sam, any more successes, difficulties, things that you've enjoyed or not enjoyed so far? Look, man, most nights I'm just happy to be there <laughs> drumming with my friends. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's it's been tough to get us all out to a game I, at the same time. Yeah, and I haven't been to a game at Cordy, oh, God, since St. Louis FC. Yeah, St. Louis FC played. S-A-U-E in yeah. like a pre-preseason like dick around match. I think that was our first ever like real game, wasn't oh, wait, it? That might have been the first ever. Yeah, you know what? Because yeah. that's when I showed up with the drum that Rick yeah. uh, gave me to give to Dave and Ryan to St. Louis FC if I it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so yeah, it was, it's been a long time, but I like I said, I enjoy that stadium and I'm happy we're not on the berm because then we don't have to look in the sun. Um, so while other people are sad we aren't there, I don't want to look yeah. at the sun. So I'm happy about that. Um, we've got chance on here. Um, and I don't think we have to go through a ton of chance, but I do. There's some chant talk we've been putting off for a while. So I think we're probably going to have that talk. Um, but we took out 
um, a couple, I think, on Monday, we had a, a group drummer meeting. Uh, and actually, it was some drummers, but mostly capos. Uh, and we were talking about energy and the type of energy we're trying to get out of um, the stands and what chants aren't helping that. Um, so, from what I remember, we are ditching... St. Louis is wonderful. No, not St. Louis is wonderful. No, Uh, no, we're ditching. um, Meet me in St. Louis. Sorry. Uh, Meet me in St. Louis. Um, That's not a tragedy. No. And it's Clayton asked about it. uh, And I my response was this is the best it's ever been. And it's still not good. So um, we've tried that chant 12 ways from Sunday. I think this is probably its best iteration. And, I, I agree. And I just and don't I think don't it's going to get it, better. Yeah, so um, I'm sorry if you love that chant. It just it never really got the participation it needed. And uh, it's something we can fall back on. But it's it's just not super inspiring. Before we get any further into this, if there is a chant that you love and you're afraid it's on the chopping block, start it at games. Yeah, don't right. wait for us to start every chant. Yeah. We love we love crowd feedback, and if you start something, yeah, that I have tells the, us that I have, you enjoy it. Do you have the cut? Yeah, yeah, you have the cut list. The master chant. Well, I have the. Um, I think at one point he just posted what they cut, but. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we never did this at a game, but somebody had a chant to Vertigo by U2. Oh, yeah. That that was never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, the words never worked. Uh, I know uh, Rick was very hard pushing for Purple Rain for Juan Cousin. Um, still will. <laughs> look, and it's fun idea. Just the chant is way too slow. Uh, and a lot of the things that we're cutting are slow chants, things that just aren't really going to pick up. Um, so anything that was sapping energy is something we're probably going to end up phasing out. Um, but there are a couple things we're going to try and phase in shortly. Uh, man, I really wish I knew what I did with my phone, but I just don't. Uh so that's not super helpful. Oh, was it under there? Cool. Surprised it wasn't uh, throwing off sparks like we normally get when phones are anywhere near my equipment. Um, but yeah, did you find any of the other ones were taken out of there? Same. I think we're. I think the list I have is all of the ones that we really haven't done. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's not super helpful. Let me see if I can pull up. This is probably gonna get cut out. <laughs> Baby Shark. Better one Cousin chant than Purple Rain. <laughs> I will disagree heartily that Baby Shark is a better char- chant than anything. First of all, people know it, and it's very easy to get started. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we scrapped the Louie Louie. We, we tried to cut that out back in St. Louis FC. Yeah, it just never, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not a huge fan of St. Louis. It works in a lot of chants, but I'm just not a big fan. We ended up taking out a bunch of chants, uh, mostly because they are slow. So um, we took out, um, God, I've already forgotten the name of the fucking chant. Uh, what was the one we said that we took out? Meet me in St. Louis. Meet me in St. Louis. We took that out. We took out Purple Rain. We took out basically anything that wasn't super fast or interesting. We weren't getting a lot of buy-in. Uh, we are going to try and do a couple chants that we have not done, though. So um, 
we will post these up at some point uh, before the 25th so you can see them. Uh, but the ones we're going to go with were Shut Up and Score, uh, which is uh, oh, Walks the Moon. Did I finally get it right? Walk the Moon? Shut so Up close. and Dance? So close. Uh, Shut Up and Dance. So most of you, um, if you listen to any pop music, have heard that. Or have been to a wedding. Yeah, if, you, if you've been anywhere where pop music is played, you've heard that song. Um, we're going to do one shot, uh, which is, uh, one love by, uh, Bob Marley. So, um, and that's just one shot, one goal. Let's get together and feel all right. Maybe I'm here for it. I don't remember exactly how it goes. It's like an arms around each other kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that might be just a, I think we discussed like that's maybe a situational type of chant. Like it's probably not something we're going to pop out a bunch. Um, but it's there uh we got score two goals which rick uh was able to get going last that, time is that uh sublime okay yeah, yeah. Smoke Smoke two joints. joints yeah, yeah. Okay. which uh, i'm gonna go on record for saying the worst uh stoner in the world because i don't know that song so um sucks to me um but the my favorite of all of these is the reading rainbow chant um so it is only going to be used on full stop yellow cards what that means is it's a time where we would have stopped the energy entirely because somebody was down on the the ground and somebody got a yellow card um preferably one of their team got a yellow card uh and that that chant goes yellow card in the sky uh, hang on let's sing it yellow card in the sky i could throw twice as high take a look he's in a book send him off now he can't do anything take a look he's in a book send him off now and i think that's just it's fantastic i absolutely love it it's yeah yeah. maybe my favorite thing that's ever happened um so yeah i I just think we gotta rip that and and make that happen so who came uh, up with that one that that's i want to say it's a dolenmeyer chant or solid no it might be somebody else i might be giving somebody the wrong credit for that um but either way, it's it's a fantastic chant. Angrily correct us on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> so let us know because you deserve credit. Absolutely deserve credit. Um, the we are trying to add a verse to the Josh Joel, Doling chant. Uh, so if you have been around while we've done that one, uh, we're going to try and add a verse to that. Um, I don't think the verse that we have is ready yet, but we're going to try and add one. Um, and then uh, I keep pushing for. Uh, we love you baby um but again we'll see if that ever works out because we've never practiced it and that's going to be some work it just wants a horn section first <laughs> so i've told tuba jake he has to learn it so if tuba jake ever shows up do it tuba jake damn it uh or give me my sousaphone back uh but either way get your knee better he's supposed to learn and he's supposed to bring that prepared so if and when tuba jake ever shows up uh, I'm excited for that. And if not, we're going to get a snare player and I'm just going to start playing YouTube. So one way or the other, it's going to happen. Um, so the last chant type of thing I want to talk about is um, it keeps getting brought up to do what I tend to call the big five MLS chants. There's maybe more than five of them, but um I think all of you know what I'm talking about when you say that. Um, and it's 
the standard soccer chants from around the world. Uh, and the one that is easiest for me is Estenoche. Um, our friends up at Ford Madison do it. It's a super fun chant. Um, literally every supporter section does it. If you listen to watch the Peru uh, Australia game, Peru was doing it. If you watch the Peru Australia game, Australia was doing it. If you watch literally any game in MLS, every MLS team is doing it. It's a good chant. It works as a chant. I just don't want to do the chant everyone else does. Tell me I'm wrong. Because <laughs> I like I, I see the reason to do it. I just don't want to. <laughs> How do we feel? Tell us on Twitter. Tell us on Twitter how you feel. But I am interested in how you guys feel. Yeah, we're not going to have this discussion. Uh, <laughs> not right here. Not right now. I think all three of us have expressed our opinions and, and we're all in very different places about it. <laughs> I, don't um, really, I think that's really a cop out, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, then I am going to force the other one because... Uh, it is feedback that we need um, because I want to get it back into rotation, but uh, it's delicate. So uh, we're going to come out and talk nah, about it. I don't think it is anymore. I mean, we'll we'll deal with it with kids' gloves. But anyway, uh, so at one point we did Shalala. People weren't happy about it, but it seemed to be that people weren't necessarily unhappy that we did the chant. They were just unhappy with the time in which the chant was done. Um, so it seems like the consensus is if we do it coming directly out of halftime, people are okay with it. The whole point is that we're doing a throwback to St. Louis FC. It's a reminder of our history. It's also a really fantastic chant, and it's super high energy, which will bring people back um, into the second half. So we will put up a poll on this. Um, we'll see where it goes. The poll is going to be, we do it at 45 minutes or we don't do it at all, because I think that's really the only way this chant works. Anyone disagree with that? I can't, can't think of you anything You can't both better. not have an opinion on anything. That defeats Look, the man, purpose I of just, being three white guys talking on a mic. I Okay, well, th in this congressional session here, uh, I don't think we get rid of it. I think the easiest place to do it is coming back in at halftime. There's a lot of, well, if you do it at 60 every game, you have to stop the energy and do it. We're not going to be the only fucking club in the goddamn league or the continental world or whatever that has a chant at a certain time that they do, you know, and if you stop the energy to do the chant at 60 or if you want to do it at 60 and you do it at 61 just because one chant vibed a whole 60 seconds longer, fucking so what? Yeah, I just think 45 is the easiest solution for everybody. Yeah, we're just as people as st louisans sports sport goers we suck at getting back to the seats on time but i mean maybe that's the thing that pushes people to be oh, back in the seats get out of here with that like we're going to affect change by doing it look man, i mean we should fucking do the chant anyway i just i'm I think we can't bring it into regular rotation i feel like that was widely uh shot down in anything which i personally agree with like it, it means too much for me as a chant to just put it in as a normal every time chant um but also i thought 60 minutes was a more like it was a specific 
call out tradition thing where 45 to me is a little bit more it's just the callback to the stands then but if that's where people want it i feel like that's where it's gonna make sense and it can't be an end of game thing because that shits on st louis fc so um i don't know give us your thoughts on it we're gonna create a poll uh give us your thoughts below don't attack anyone though um we don't need it and that's uh, another thing that came up in a reddit thread that i was following uh today that um, i don't know how many of you think back to the first mls bid um but there are a lot of people that st louis supporters have done wrong in the last six years because of the way we attack people on social media sometimes and we should really really work on not doing that uh i think i've been trying as my my best to uh keep positivity uh the thing or you know silliness as the theme of our socials and my personal socials so um yeah just Try not to be a dick to people when you're talking about soccer because you being an asshole to somebody doesn't make them want to come hang out with us. Yeah, we're asking a yes or no question here. Yeah, Um, but, you know, respect somebody else's opinion, even if it's wrong. Um, Cool. Um, Anything else in that game day thing? Do we even want to talk about the playing a game in the big stadium so somebody asked on on twitter the same question we get asked a lot are they going to play you know a game and the big no. thing no. to test it i don't i think there's going to be an event in there they're going to figure it out oh i i think event yeah but i mean it play the bronze boot city two's last home game a scrimmage oh whatever they'll they'll have a game when they want to have a game i the fact that the last one of the year for city two is location TBD. I don't think that has anything to do with might be at Centene Cause it's either going to be at the fucking stadium or it's not. And if it was going to be at the fucking stadium, it'd be on a calendar somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They, I, they post things they got a week kicked, and ahead of time. We got so. kicked out of slew and had to go to her, uh, Cordy because slew had like a thing that day. And that's why we went out to Edwardsville for a game and then back to slew. Yeah, so, well, I, it was graduation. They had graduation for like... It was like signing day or some shit. I, yeah. Look, the point is, right now they're at the mercy of, of everyone else in finding stadiums that meet the requirements that they can play in. So I, I, I don't think there's any best kept secret about playing at Centene. It'll happen when it happens. Yeah. Still wanted to. I mean, and it would be an awesome experience. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think it would be a great idea, you know, to to do that, to kind of bridge city two and, and city proper. But I think I'm the weird one who doesn't want it. Like, I honestly am perfectly fine with the first time I see a game in that stadium being an actual city game. Yeah, because then that will be my first memory of that stadium. If it's playing a city two game, you know, or maybe neat. they take the city first team and fly in some German Bundesliga team for a pregame friendly. Yeah, yeah. I still don't I still don't think it's going to be what I want it to be, but you know, again, like yeah. I, I don't want I don't want to be figuring out the stadium's acoustics. I don't want to be figuring out how we load in 
on our first game day. Yeah, I was actually I was just going to throw that comment out there too. Like, I don't really give a shit when the first game is. I give a shit that we get a chance to get in there, see how it sounds, figure out what the load in looks like, figure out where we're going to put drums. What does it sound like on the other side of the stadium? Like all yeah. of that, independent of a game day experience. Yeah, that's city like, two or city one. Like at least one chance for the drum corps, for the supporters, and for the 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 group that always puts up the flags before every game, which yeah. always look incredible, like give us a chance to learn how to do that. Right. So we're not fucking it up the first time we have to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to be able to get in there early too. like, there won't be people yeah, in that section. I, just not game day. Yeah, no, like I'm this, just, this needs yeah. to be like, Oh yeah. hundred percent. A Saturday afternoon. I don't give a shit if it's a hundred degrees outside. Yeah. And the only thing going on in that stadium is like the 15 of us figuring out how to do this. It won't be a hundred. It'll be like 35 because it's going to be early, early March or, or something. Whatever. So, or it's, late February, but the only day we could fit y'all in was Christmas morning. <laughs> Look, Best day of the year for me. I, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> That's a, that's a, it's just a Thursday. Does, doesn't affect Sam. Doesn't really affect me. I'm good with it. Let's make it happen. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, to me, I don't I don't care. I, like Sam said, we need to dry run stuff. Um, but other than that, I, I don't I don't care. I If we see the big team, they're great. If we see the little team, they're fine. Um, I just want us to sound good. Whatever yeah. we got to do to sound good. Yeah. Whoever we have to kill, whatever necromancer we have to summon, uh, we need to sound good. Um, Slaughter a goat. (laughs) Chickens. It's always been chickens for us. Um, Right. This is a really important question that we got asked, um, and I I actually wrote it down wrong the first time, so I went back and rewrote it after I realized what they were asking. So the first thing I thought they were asking was Caleb's favorite salad toppings. But really what they were asking was Caleb's favorite word salad toppings. And I'm a much bigger fan of the second one. The, sorry, the, the feed froze right before the ball went to the back of that. We are cool. So we're still outside. just ignoring what I'm saying so we can watch the second game. I know, man. I heard, I heard salad <laughs> toppings. Word salad toppings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I just thought it was a fun, fun one. I don't. Caleb's Doing's a, a pretty good word. Yeah, Caleb's not a big cursor, I don't think. So I feel like uh, I think "leb" is one of Caleb's favorite words, and it's one of my least favorites. It's what Caleb calls himself uh, in his in his uh, yeah. Twitter things, and I, I just don't like it. I'm he's sorry, he's got a lot of opinions. He's got a lot of preferred things. Yeah, yeah. I think "preferred" is probably Caleb's yeah. If you were in a word cloud, I feel like "preferred" sport. It would be "preferred sport" or "preferred." Yeah, whatever. That's definitely got to be one of his tops. Um, do we actually know what his favorite sal- uh, salad topping is, though? On a on a what he calls a salad. He's from like the the south, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna go with like sliced walnuts or pecans. Wow, I'm over here like pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know that when he says salad, he's not talking about salad. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Whew. Pecan pizza. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what Caleb calls a salad. Uh, so, <laughs> why did we write salad on the on the, the show plan? Because, because it's that's contextual. What, that's, that's what, what, Cal- that's that's what, what Caleb always about. says. I'm gonna go have a salad, and then he shows a picture of the salad that he has. Yeah. Oh, they uh, had homemade salads the other night. Looked yeah. pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah. His wife made homemade salads. 
then the last the last real question we have um and we could probably talk 30 minutes on this one so we're gonna try not to do that because we're already super fucking long but like 20 minutes that's just straight dead air so um pepperoni and green peppers oh did he answer no i just found it on his twitter oh okay said he went to salad hut for dinner oh nice (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a stupid joke but it makes me laugh penalty into the ropes sick hey we scored again score two goals in the morning (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so, last question. We did not talk about the most recent signing for the club, which is not a player. It is uh, the uh, what is his technical term? I haven't written uh, director down here. of musical experience. Beautiful. Uh, so, mastermind, uh, a, a guy that I've actually been a fan of for a bit, um, just got named the director of musical experience for the club, and congratulations to him. Super excited for him dude's been doing it in the st louis scene forever um so he definitely deserves it um the question that keeps coming up from literally everyone that we talk to and and quite frankly in our own group is what does during the game mean (laughs) because it says he's going to be in charge of the experience before Uh, musical curation before during and after during and after and before great do your thing after great do your thing during that's our thing kind of our territory no and who even has like canned dj music at a sporting event like why can't you just watch the game anyway this is me just making fun of the idiots on the internet (laughs) because the blues don't have a dj and the cardinals certainly don't have you know a guy on an organ just playing whenever he feels like it and a dj to play music all the time the ambush have a guy that literally never stops playing music i they have like a full-on dj who just plays jock jams volume one on the left on the left table and jock jams volume two on the right table yeah 100 percent. and uh it's put through speakers that have been blown so many times that um it it just sounds like garbled nonsense the entire time it's beautiful what happened you laughing at you you're beautiful never change (laughs) sounds good sounds good cool i told myself i would clean up my act on the podcast a little bit sounds good i think it'll be fine you know they okay one they don't play music during a game like during it during the 45 stadiums don't play music so we own that right you would think so that's the theory. That, that's that's our question. I don't know. No, it, like, it, I doesn't, really don't. it doesn't happen. It doesn't. But, you know, St. Louis wants to be a first at everything. So <laughs> Matt Seebeck's own words, Jeremy Tripp's own words, you know, like, I don't know, man. So part of me is like, no, there's enough people here that care about the sport. Seebeck, for all the shit I give him actually cares about the sport he used to go to st louis fc before it mattered that he went to st louis fc um i feel like a lot of the people that make game day decisions are soccer people right but no there's no way (laughs) i don't know man i don't know i i don't think it will happen but i think this is george's general I don't trust. Yeah, no, 100%. I don't trust anything MLS, and I don't trust anything. So there are interesting things that came out with his announcement, and none of them were focused on 
really focused on during the games. You know, yeah, they they have the pavilion outside. They have you know screens where you can watch games. There's talks about like how to do like watch parties for away days. Like there there's space for concerts in the the stadium. There's space for concerts outside of the stadium. There's shit to do after the games. Like there's so many areas that would benefit from musical curation that are not the two 45 minute halves. And that's why I'm confident we're not touching the two 45 minute halves. Yeah. I'm just not confident about anything. Um, but I agree with you. I think the logical side of it is that no, that's not going to happen. We're going to play our, our silly songs. And at the end of the game, uh, mastermind can pick up and, and honestly, knowing what I know about him and how much he reps the city. I always joke about like there's every third word out of Nelly's mouth is St. Louis. And I feel like mastermind might be every second word. Like there's nobody that reps St. Louis more than he does. And he's active in the community. He does a lot of cool stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm holding out hope that it's not NFL or indoor soccer, but you never know. I share a lot of the concerns. Um, and I think anybody who's done like a basketball game at the college or high school level and been in the pep band or played in the stands with their marching band, not during halftime, but like during the game, during the quarters, uh, it's really regimented on when the bands are allowed to play, when the musicians are allowed to do their thing. Um, and where I'm finding optimism about Mastermind uh, joining the St. Louis City team and the game day experience crew is that there's no game stoppages where a DJ or a band or an ensemble like that can slot in without completely disrupting what might be going on. Um, oh, whew, barely missed it. Um, it's just it's not Doling's night. It is not Doling's night, but he has put a lot on target. He's made the keeper work, which is literally what he's on the field to do. So yeah, like soccer doesn't have media timeouts, right? Yeah. The way football or basketball or even hockey and baseball do. Yeah. Uh, and like, if you're really paying attention to like at a Cardinals game when the organist is doing their thing, once the pitcher comes to set that's off uh the organist at blues games is only playing when the puck's not live mm -hmm. the ball's pretty much always live and even on something like a throw-in or a free kick it's not it's not enough time it's not built for something like that that's yeah. why you know yeah and uh, the other thing that makes me think it won't be that is that mastermind is an artist like he is a performer he understands everyone has different stages and everyone shines at different times. So, um, I think, I think my biggest concern is that he, and I don't know, he, maybe he's the biggest soccer fan in the world, but I don't gather from a lot of what I see him post on social media that he engages with that much sport in general. I feel like his life is music. And so, you know, he was, a. Uh he was a pick for the city. Yeah. He was a pick for St. Louis. He wasn't a pick for his soccer, you know, knowledge or, yeah. or anything like that. So I think there's going to be a little bit of cultural stuff that we will bring 
from the soccer culture side. And I think there's going to be a lot of St. Louis that he's going to bring. And I think it's going to be good. So, um, no, I don't think it's going to be a big thing, but, um, we haven't met with him yet. So we'll, we'll know more once we get a chance to talk to him and, and see what he's about. But, um, he's come and played a drum with us before he's a cool guy. Um, yeah. And he's, he's been at a, a couple different, you know, community things too. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he lives and breathes community. Like it seems like that he walks the walk. If you follow his Instagram feed, it's literally just him doing different stuff in the community. So, um, seems like he's really working. And and he posted a, a Instagram story a couple weeks ago where it was basically like, if you're in St. Louis and you're an artist, make sure your headshots are right. Make sure your your mixtape is right. Make sure all of your stuff is on point because it's coming and that was a week or two weeks before this announcement so being a person who follows him i kind of saw that already and i thought you know he's been around seabeck has been courting him you know when he's at a game seabeck's always around him so uh i just i felt like there was a good possibility he was gonna get on board just didn't know that it was gonna be you know at this level so all right uh that is we're we're high on the clock god i hope this all doesn't go out um anything else we want to add anything else that uh you guys want to talk about that we have not covered so far in the two pages of notes we've gone through yeah the first one's the first page is no. literally just us talking about uh, yeah no i think i'm good games cool 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 all right guys well uh this has been show up make noise my name is zach i'm rick and i am sam and uh we will catch you next time, whenever that will be, here on Show Up Make Noise. Bye bye. Get some sleep. Bye-bye.